Our scripture readings this morning are Acts 1, 8, and Romans 12, 2. Acts 1, 8. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, and in all Judea and Samaria, and to the end of the earth. Romans 12, 2. And do not be conformed to this world, <clears throat> but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. We thank God. We thank you, God. One more time, I thank you for this sermon. I ask that you would anoint those who are listening. Let your 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 power, God, reach through them that the sermon would touch their hearts. And I thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. So I give honor again today to our board and to the trustees and the elders and the congregation, each of you, all of you, God's children. I just thank God again today for being here. I thank him for this word. I hope that it blesses you today. It's something that blesses me. I say this scripture often whenever I'm going out to to do anything, <laughs> pretty much whenever I have something I have to do, a speaking engagement, or I have to go and meet with people or anything like that, I usually claim this spirit before I, this scripture before I go, it helps to calm me down. It helps me to know that God is with me. And the scripture is, um, because we've all had fears when I usually, when I have to speak or when I have to go do anything, I'm usually a little nervous, a little afraid. I just tend to walk in that. And so I recall I was very young. My mom would give me this scripture. So today I'm going to go a little deeper into this scripture because the Lord said, you're saying this scripture all the time, but what does it really mean to you? What does it really mean for you? So that's, today we're going to talk about 2 Timothy 1 and 7. And it's, um, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And so I want to just kind of break those three things down. And today's topic is power, love, and a sound mind. So I want to talk about each one of those things. I say this scripture, like I said, and I'm sure many of you have quoted this too, when you're facing something you're a little fearful of and you don't, you're not sure what you're going to do or you're just a little nervous about it. And I can just recall my mom always telling me, he didn't give you a spirit of fear, honey. He didn't give you a spirit of fear. So, you know, and then she would go, he gave you power, love, and a sound mind. And I would start to just quote that and keep that. And it would give me peace as I go out to do whatever it is I needed to do. So, but today, like I said, I want to talk about each one a little separately, just so that you know, it helps you to combat that spirit of fear. It'll help you to fight that spirit of fear when it comes on you. And what I mean by that is when sometimes the spirit of fear tells you that you can't do it, there's something that you need to do, something that you want to do even. And there's, uh, you feel that feeling of, I'm not good enough. I can't do it. I can't. I won't be able to do it. You know, I, I can't complete this. I'm not, it's just not going to work or whatever. There's a spirit that gives you, that, that that stops you from going and doing what what you are called to do, what you want to do, whatever it may be. And so this this scripture to me just really blesses. So let's, let's kind of jump in here. Um, and it says, God hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but he has given us power. So first thing I'm going to talk about is power. And like I said, I wanted to talk a little bit about the Holy Spirit today. And Acts 1 and 8, it, it shares with us about the Holy Spirit. But what is power? It's the ability to act or produce an effect. 
And so he didn't give us a spirit of fear. He gave us a spirit of power. Acts 1 and 8 says, But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. So he gave us a spirit of power. What does that mean? He gave us power to do what? Power to declare, I shall not live. I shall not die, but live. That's the scripture. I shall not die, but live. When the devil tells you you're going to die, when he tells you you're not going to make it, you're sick, you're too sick, you can't be healed. You have the power through the Holy Spirit. When he comes upon you, you have the power to declare, no, the word says, I shall not die. But live and declare the works of the Lord. He's, he, you have the power to raise your children. He's giving you, instead of that fear of I'm not going to be a good parent or I wasn't a good parent. When the Holy Spirit comes on you, you have the power to raise your children. You have the power to do your job. He gives you that power. He gives you what it is with the Holy Spirit is to know that he backs you. He's your backing. He's your strength. He gives you that power to go out and accomplish the things that you need. You know, we don't do it on our own, right? We don't do those things. We don't make those accomplishments in our own strength. You know, if it's just me, I can't do it. If I try to even come up here and try to share with you, if I don't ask the Holy Spirit to help me, it's just words. It has no meaning behind it. It has no feeling. It has. It doesn't have God's backing. So the Holy Spirit, he's here to give us that power. He gives us that power to do and accomplish the things we need. Here's an example for you. So, you know, I talk about school all the time because it was a big old part of my life. And so the first time I took my comprehensive exams, I failed them because I was doing chemo. And so I just couldn't think clearly. So when it was time to go back and take them again, I was very nervous about it because I'd already experienced what that's like to, to fail, to fail at it. And so before I left the house, and I had to go to Tulsa to do it, before I left the house, my mom, again, gave me the scripture. God did not give you a spirit of fear. He gave you a spirit of power and of love and of a sound mind. So when you go into that room to do your oral exam, ask the Holy Spirit to go along with you. And so I did just that. I asked, I said, Holy Ghost, please help me when I go in here. Please, I don't want to, I don't want to go in shaking and trembling and I want to re recall everything that I need to know to pass this test. And so he did just that for me. As I got up that morning to go take my oral, to, to do my orals, and it was before a whole board. I had to sit before a board. And I said, Holy Spirit, please give me the answers. Bring them back to my remembrance. Uh, I think it's in Romans. It says he will bring it back to your remembrance. The Holy Spirit will bring it back to your remembrance. So that's what I prayed. And I went in, and it, it went well. It went really well. I mean, really well. You could feel the atmosphere. You could feel the Holy Spirit was there. But there was always, there's always that one, isn't there? There's always that one person. So I had one professor who just had to try it. So the very last question was a, just very wordy, a wordy, wordy question. And I was like, oh, God. And the Holy Spirit brought it right back to my remembrance. He did so wonderfully. I answered the question. And what was so neat about it is the night before I was trying to finish up preparing. And so the night before, the Lord gave me just this passage in one of the books. I read it. I read it. And I thought, oh, I'm tired. I'm done. And I felt the Spirit say, read it again. So I read it over again. And then I went to sleep. I went. That very last question that he asked me, 
was that passage that the Holy Spirit gave me the night before to keep reading. He gave it to me so well, he brought it all back to my remembrance. Just what I prayed. He gave me the power to finish that, to finish. I did so well on it. The professor was kind of like, wow. (laughs) And all of the other professors were just smiling and happy about it. And so I know that I'm a witness that the Holy Spirit will give you power. He will give you power to accomplish what you need to accomplish at that very time that you need to. When you pray and ask him, it's such an important part of our life. And I don't know if we always use him. That's what he's there for. He's there to comfort us, but he's also there to guide us. He whispers. When you hear that whisper in your ear, that's the Holy Spirit. He's telling you, don't go that way. Go this way. So be be attuned to that small voice that you hear as he's guiding you. He gives you the power. So keep going. He gives you the power to make the right decisions. So number one was power. And that he gives you that. He didn't give us a spirit of fear. So you can use that power of the Holy Ghost to combat fear as it comes. Number two, he gave us a spirit of love to combat fear. And I was just reading, um, it, I think it was John 4.18. Or, so I was just looking at it. But anyway, he says, perfect love draws, cast out fear. And so he gives us a spirit of love to fight against that fear. You know, we face fear in so many ways, but, um, and sometimes it's, it's a, a fear of, of people. It's a fear of, and I'm trying to say this right and nice, <laughs> but it's a fear of, of not saying the right thing to family or to friends or to not, or just a battle with people. But God tells us in, uh, or the word tells us in 1 Corinthians 13, 1 through 7 and verse 13 about love. He talks about love for us. He gives us the spirit of love to combat fear. And this is what love does. It says, though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I have become sounding brass or a clinging cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, And though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, but have not love, it profits me nothing. Love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself. Is not puffed up. Does not behave rudely. Does not seek its own. Is not provoked thinks no evil, does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth, bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Verse 13, And now abide faith, hope, love, these three, but the greatest of these is love. And so we can use love to combat those fears that come upon us. We can use love. We can, we're afraid that, or, you know, whatever it is that we're afraid we may not be able to do, we can use love to combat that. Because he didn't give us a spirit of fear. He gave us a spirit of love. So uh, when you feel like you you want to tell someone off, and you're afraid that you might do that, you're afraid that you just can't stand to be in the room with them anymore, Use that love. He gives us that spirit of love. He gives us a spirit of love to combat that. Because he's, if you recall last week, I think I talked about what he tells us to do to our enemies. I think that was last week or maybe the week before that. But he tells us to love our enemies. He tells us uh, to pray for those who despitefully use us. So 
we can use love as a as a weapon to combat the spirit of fear. You can use that love. And this, I love the 13th verse because it tells us all the things that love can do. And we just have to walk in God's love. Amen. Okay. And then he, it says, God does not give us our final one. Number three, he does, he does not give us the spirit of fear, but he gives us a sound mind or self-discipline. How do you receive a sound mind? So let's turn to Romans 12 and 2. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And he's telling us, he didn't give us a spirit of fear. So when we feel like we're having a breakdown, we feel like, I can't do this anymore. How many of us have ever said that? I just can't do it anymore. He didn't give us a spirit of that. He gave us a spirit of a sound mind. And that just means, and I love this scripture. I love it a lot because Daryl is always telling it to me. <laughs> He's always bringing it to my attention that he says he gave us to renew our minds. And what do we, how do we renew our mind? How do we renew our mind? We renew our mind when we, we wake up and pray, when we're in his presence, when we're talking to him every day. That's a wonderful way to renew our mind. When you start your day off each day in his presence, you cast out fear because you know God is with you. The closer you are to him, the closer you're you're in his presence and you're talking to him and you're allowing the Holy Spirit to guide you, that helps to combat that spirit of fear. You won't have fear because you know God's with you. You know, like in our in our Bible study this last week, we know God loves us and he wraps us in his arms. So when we when we're combating that spirit of fear by renewing our mind, it's that we get into his presence. Is that we get into his word, that we make our sacrifices. We meditate on him night and day. We're finding something that blesses our spirit. When we're getting into that in his presence, fear doesn't abide in his presence. So it's a great way. I love this one probably the best because we all have had those mental things where um, some the, the, the devil tries to tell you you can't do it or he tries to tell you you're not going to live or he's trying he tries to tell you, you know, you can't make it or you're not going to have enough money to survive. But when God, when you're in his presence, when you're renewing your mind and you're getting up every day, getting into his presence, reading his word, fasting, you know, communing with him. Sometimes I do communion at home for weeks at a time as a form of a fast just to get into his presence, just to renew my mind, to renew my spirit in him. So that's a great way to combat fear. So we have uh, power. He gives us power. He gives us love. And he gives us a sound mind. And so the next time that you read this scripture, I want you to consider a little deeper what that means. And next time you're experiencing something that, that causes you fear, think about the power that you have with the Holy Spirit because he's there. Think about the power you have when you carry love and you walk in love and you're walking and you're, you're loving and sharing love with others. And then finally, think about having a sound mind. You're not going to lose your mind. The devil's not going to, going to take it from you. You're going to do and be everything God called you to be because you have a sound mind, because you renew your, your mind in him every day. You're getting up and you're getting into his presence and you're having a, a talk with him. You're having a walk with him. I talk to him when I'm driving. Like I think I tell you guys that all the time, but that's my best place. That is my best place to just have a talk with him. When I'm driving, if you see me driving, my lips are probably moving because I'm talking to him and I'm telling him, oh, I thank you. Thank you for my family. Thank you for my grandchildren, my granddaughter. I thank you, Lord, for my sisters. And I thank you, God, for Broadway Christian. I can't believe you brought me here. I thank you for that. So I'm just constantly 
in his presence and that renews my mind. It renews my spirit. It, it gives me joy. It gives me joy to be in. If you're seeking joy, get into his presence. Get into, into talking to him every day and watch him fill you with joy. Amen. Amen. I'm done today. Let's pray. Lord, Lord, we thank you. We give you so much praise today. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your grace, God. We thank you, Lord, for those who are, who may be experiencing fear, fear to take the next step in life, fear, God, to make the changes that they need to, to make, fear because they received a diagnosis, God, that's not a pleasant one. But God, today we thank you that you did not give us a spirit of fear, God, but you gave us a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. And we can walk and talk and trust in you. And so today I'm asking, God, that you would fill them, each one, God, with your spirit, with your Holy Spirit. Fill them anew and afresh, God, a new vision, a new desire to please you, God, and I thank you for it. I give you praise, honor, and glory today, and I ask that you let your healing virtues flow. For those who are not feeling well, for those who are needing healing, let your healing virtue flow, God, from the top of their head to the very soles of their feet. And then, God, I speak peace, peace over those, God, who are wrestling, wrestling with situations. I thank you, God, for your sweet peace filling them up and they leave here not the same God but they leave here with a new vision and a new sight in you a new desire to please you I give you praise today for all that you are and all that you do for us in Jesus name we pray amen